0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1737, 2021 year-end tax planning, part one, by Sean Mullaney of fitaxguy.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. I have a new author for you today. I'll tell you more about Sean right after the reading, and it's a bit of a longer post, so I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's dive into the first half and start optimizing your life. 2021 Year-End Tax Planning, Part One, by Sean Mullaney of FITaxGuy.com. It's time to think about year-end tax planning. Year-end is a great time to get tax planning ducks in a row and take advantage of opportunities. This is particularly true for those in the financial independence community. FI principles often increase one's tax planning opportunities. Remember, the information soon to be mentioned is for educational purposes only. None of it is advice directed towards any particular taxpayer. Backdoor Roth IRA Deadline 2021. As of this writing, November 1st, 2021, the legal deadlines around backdoor Roth IRAs have not changed. The non-deductible 2021 traditional IRA contribution must happen by April 15th, 2022. And there's no legal deadline for the second step, the Roth conversion. However, from a planning perspective, the practical deadline to have both steps of a 2021 backdoor Roth IRA completed is December 31st, 2021. This is because of a proposed legislation that eliminates the ability to convert non-deductible amounts in a traditional IRA effective January 1st, 2022. Fortunately, the elimination proposal was not in the latest legislative language as of November 1st. However, considering the risk that the backdoor Roth elimination proposal is enacted, taxpayers planning on completing a 2021 backdoor Roth IRA should act to ensure that the second step, the Roth conversion, is completed before December 31st. Taxpayers on the Roth IRA Modified Adjusted Gross Income Limit Borderline. In years prior to 2021, taxpayers unsure of whether their income would allow them to make a regular Roth IRA contribution could simply wait until tax return season to make the determination. At that point, they could either make the regular Roth IRA contribution for the prior year if they qualified, or execute what I call a split-year backdoor Roth IRA. With the proposed legislation looming, waiting is not a good option. The good news is that taxpayers executing a backdoor Roth IRA during a year they actually qualify for a regular annual Roth IRA contribution suffer no material adverse tax consequences. Of course, in order for this to be true, there must be zero balance, or at most a very small balance, in all traditional IRAs, SEP IRAs, and simple IRAs as of December 31st, 2021. December 31st and backdoor Roth IRAs. As I discussed in October, December 31st is a crucial date for those doing the Roth conversion step of a backdoor Roth IRA during the year. It is the deadline to move any balances in traditional IRAs, SEP IRAs, and simple IRAs to workplace plans in order to ensure that the Roth conversion step of any backdoor Roth IRA executed during the year is tax efficient. This December 31st deadline applies regardless of the proposed legislation discussed before. IRAs and HSAs Good news on regular traditional IRA contributions, Roth IRA contributions, and HSA contributions. They don't have to be part of an end-of-2021 tax two-minute drill. The deadline for funding an HSA, a traditional IRA, and a Roth IRA for 2021 is April 15th, 2022. Solo 401k. The self-employed should consider this one. Deadlines vary, but as a general rule, those eligible for a solo 401k usually benefit from establishing one prior to year end. The big takeaway should be this. If you're self-employed, your deadline to seriously consider a solo 401k for 2021 is as soon as possible. Usually, such considerations benefit from professional assistance. Charitable Contributions I've written about tax efficient charitable contributions before. Those itemizing deductions in 2021 and either A, not itemizing in 2022, or B, a lower marginal tax rate in 2022 than in 2021 it is likely advantageous to accelerate charitable contributions late in the year. That can be as simple as direct donation to a qualifying charity before January 1st, 2022, or it can involve contributing to a donor-advised fund by December 31st, 2021. A great donor-advised fund planning technique is transferring appreciated securities like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or ETFs to a donor-advised fund. Many donor-advised fund providers accept securities. The tax benefits of making such a transfer usually include A, eliminating the built-in capital gain from federal income taxation, and B, if you itemize, getting to take a current year deduction for the fair market value of the appreciated securities transferred to the donor-advised fund. The elimination of the lurking capital gain makes appreciated securities a better asset to give to a donor-advised fund or a 501c3 charity than cash from a tax perspective. Transfers of appreciated securities to 501c3 charities can also have the same benefits. The 2021 deadline for this sort of planning is December 31st, 2021, though taxpayers may need to act much sooner to ensure the transfer occurs on time. This is particularly true if the securities are transferred from one financial institution to a donor-advised fund at another financial institution. In these cases, the transfer may have to occur no later than mid-November. Deadlines will vary. Early Retirement Tax Planning For those in early retirement, the fourth quarter of the year is the time to do tax planning. Failing to do so can leave a great opportunity on the table. Prior to taking social security, many early retirees have artificially low taxable income. Their only taxable income usually consists of interest, dividends, and capital gains. In today's low-yield environment, without additional planning, Early retirees' taxable income can be very low, perhaps even below the standard deduction. Artificially low income gives early retirees runway to fill up lower tax brackets. Think the 10% and 12% federal income tax brackets with taxable income. Why pay tax? The reason is simple. Choose to pay tax when it is taxed at a low rate rather than defer it to a future when it might be taxable at a higher rate. The two main levers in this regard are Roth conversions and tax gain harvesting. Hear about those in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled 2021 Year-End Tax Planning by Sean Mullaney of fitaxguy.com. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And thank you to Sean. He's a financial planner and the president of Mulaney Financial & Tax, Inc. Mulaney Financial & Tax, Inc offers fiduciary, fee-only, hourly, and advice-only financial planning. He's also a CPA with degrees in accounting, law, and taxation, with a certificate in financial planning. So clearly, he knows his stuff. Come by FITaxGuy.com for more and to show your support. As this is the first tax year that I'm self-employed, it was important for me to set up time with my CPA to do end-of-year tax planning and I'm so glad I did. We took an hour to go through my self-employed income, business expenses, and other deductions, and we estimated how much I'll owe when my tax return is filed next quarter. I've been making quarterly estimated payments based on my income each quarter since I no longer have any tax withholdings from my income. I'm glad I took my CPA's advice on how to do this as my income and expenses hit at different times of the year so it's not an easy calculation. I enjoyed this conversation because it helped me see how a trained professional can really make sure I'm optimizing as much as possible in this area. After we agreed on a best estimate of taxable income, we were in a better position to make decisions on how to make the most of investments in tax-advantaged accounts. I was most curious if I should contribute to a Roth or traditional IRA. In my specific situation, the Roth made the most sense. But remember, you can contribute to both as long as the total doesn't exceed contribution limits. I also decided to fully fund my HSA. My last question was about solo 401k versus SEP IRA. If I was going to do the solo 401k, as Sean mentioned in this article, I would need to set that up by the end of the year. For reasons that I won't bore you with here, It actually looks like the SEP IRA makes the most sense, but I can wait until I actually file to decide if I'm gonna go this route or use these funds for something else like living expenses. I share these details to demonstrate the point that everyone's situation is different and what makes sense for my circumstances from a tax perspective is unique. This is why I'm grateful to work with a trained professional that can help me navigate the ever-changing tax laws. Well, that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and a great weekend. And I'll see you on this Sunday show tomorrow, where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.